John was 32 years old and he had a very high level executive type position and was earning good money. And he and his longtime girlfriend had begun to talk very specifically about marriage. Life was good for John and was heading in the right direction. And then all of a sudden, everything fell apart. First, his girlfriend broke up with him. And then just six weeks later, he was laid off by his company just as the economy was entering into a recession. So his prospects of finding suitable employment quickly were not good. As we can understand, John John was devastated. As he looked into the future, it no longer seemed bright. It looked rather bleak. And what he really needed in that moment was a friend. And that's when God brought me into his life and and I became his friend. As we talked about his sense of loss and as I tried to encourage him, I discovered that these relational and financial and emotional blows actually had opened him up to the spiritual dimension of life for the very first time. Prior to this, he'd never even thought about God. Now, though, he had had questions. He began to wonder, is there a God? And if so, where might God be in the midst of my pain? I was able to initiate many spiritual conversations with him about faith. And about six months later, I had the privilege of baptizing him. You see, John became a follower of Jesus because a significant transition shook the foundations of his life and caused him to start searching for God. And yet there was more ahead for him. John's only family member was his father, and they were extremely close. More than anything, John wanted his dad to become a believer, and he prayed fervently for that to happen. Yet five years after John had become a Christian, his dad suddenly died of a heart attack. Once again, John was devastated. His only living family member was gone. His prayers for his dad had not come to pass. So once again, he had spiritual questions. This time, though, they were questions of doubt. He wondered about God's love. And God's faithfulness. Thankfully, through the friendships he had made at church, he stayed connected to God. He stayed connected to the community of faith. Other followers of Jesus came alongside him. They listened to him. They encouraged him. They prayed with him. And they helped him work through his doubts and questions. And so John came through that experience with a richer, deeper Faith. You see, he easily could have turned away from God in that moment because of his questions and doubts, and yet he didn't. Despite the challenges of a major life transition, he continued to live as a faithful follower of Jesus Christ. As I walked with John through those experiences, I learned the vital importance 
of loving people who are in the midst of transitions because they are seasons of great vulnerability. Transitions push people out of their routines and cause them to ask different questions. And this creates an opportunity for God to do his work in their minds and in their hearts and in their lives. I believe that transitions in life create an opportunity for what we call great commission ministry. Listen to these words from Jesus written for us in the book of Matthew chapter 28. Verses 18 to 20. Then Jesus came to them, that's his disciples, and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go. Go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. And teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always, even to the very end of the age. Jesus speaks these words as he is preparing to leave earth and return to heaven. And as he's about to go, he issues this mandate called the Great Commission to his followers. He's telling us that he wants to look for people who are spiritually adrift and to share his message with them. He wants to find us to find such people and talk with them about his life and his death and his resurrection. He wants us to invite spiritually lost people to become disciples. Then he wants us to teach people about how to continue as disciples. He wants us to teach them about the life of faith so they will always be able to experience his promise, the promise that Jesus will be with us us. This is Christ's commission. It's a commission given to all of us. It's a mission that we share individually. We share it as a church. It's a mission that is local, regional, and global. You and I can fulfill this mission from Jesus in all sorts of ways. I've discovered that one significant way, not the only way, but one significant way for you and I to do great commission ministry is to love people who are in the midst of life transitions. And that's because transitions are so unsettling. Let's think for a moment about some of the transitions that we can face in life that push us out of our routines, transitions that cause some level of anxiety or disruption. How about when you graduate from high school? Major life transition. How about when you move to a new home and a brand new community away from your family and friends, that community of support? Well, you start a new job. You have to learn a new set of responsibilities and learn how to navigate the culture and the politics of a new company and get to, to know how to get along with your new coworkers. You move from singleness to marriage or from marriage to singleness. You have a child. That's a huge life transition. A close family member dies. Or you learn that you have a life-threatening illness. 
You see, transitions like these move us into seasons where life is new and it's different and it's strange and it even may be very uncomfortable. And as a result, a person who is not a believer may become more open to God simply because the familiar things in life have changed. They're like a a boat that's been tied to a dock in a marina. And now the moorings have been cut and they feel adrift. They're at sea. And in moments like that, when we encounter people like that, if we are intentional about choosing to love our neighbor as we love ourselves, last week's sermon, if we love our neighbors as we love ourselves, we can step into their lives and we can let God work through us To reveal himself. That is exactly what happened to my friend John. It was because of a life transition that he became open to God. And I had the privilege of helping him to become a follower of Jesus. And transitions aren't just significant in the life of unbelievers. They're significant in the life of believers. When followers of Jesus are in transition, we need the community of faith more than ever. We need the encouragement and support and teaching and prayer of other believers. Yet here's so often what I have seen happen. Believers in transition often back away from God. And they back away from the community of faith. They may do this because the transition they're facing raises some doubts about God's faithfulness. Or it may be that they're just overwhelmed with the new demands of life. Whatever the reason, though, when believers are in transition, it's a vital time for us to reach out to them in love and do everything we can to keep them connected to God and his family. To love them and encourage them and support them. To continue to teach them so they will continue to live as followers of Jesus. And again, that's what happened to my friend John. He went through a painful transition that could have caused him to walk away from God. But the community of faith loved him through that transition. And he continued to follow Jesus despite the pain. And so I'm convinced that loving other people through the transitions of life is a great way for each of us to fulfill this great commission we've been given by Jesus. We can let God's love work through us. And as we do, we might help an unbeliever become a disciple. We can let God's love work through us. And we might help a believer continue to be a faithful disciple. That's something we we can do as individuals. And then as a church, we support a ministry that's almost entirely based around people who are going through life transition. It's the ministry of the University Christian Fellowship, an independent campus ministry at the U of O. And you don't have to think about it very long or very hard to realize that college is a huge season of transition. It's a time when young people are experiencing a lot more freedom and independence. 
They're making all kinds of new friends. They're being exposed to new ideas. They're planning for and wondering about and probably worrying about their future. And in addition, college is a temporary season, which means it's going to end and then you're going to face yet another transition. And for all of these reasons, college can be a time that is very exciting and also very unsettling. And in this environment, believers need a place to call home. They need Christian community where they can stay connected to God, connected to the people of God, a place where they can be taught and encouraged to continue to live as faithful disciples, despite all of the newness and transition of those college years. At the same time, the unsettling nature of college often creates spiritual openness in people who are far from God. This season of transition can prompt young adults to start asking new questions, to start asking spiritual questions, and perhaps even to want to learn about God and his kingdom. College is a time when many young people may in fact make that life-changing decision to become a disciple of Jesus. That's why the ministry of UCF is essential. It's a great commission ministry, working with people in a significant season of transition. And as they encounter people in that season, the staff and volunteers of UCF want to help people become disciples And they want to help people stay disciples by loving them and teaching them how to follow Jesus faithfully so they can experience Christ's promise to be with them. At this point in the message, we invited the two UCF campus pastors, Ben Carpenter and Emily Hopkins, to the platform to present some highlights of their ministry. Unfortunately, Due to technical difficulties, we are not able to include their comments. Here's a brief overview of their ministry. UCF offers a variety of programs and ministry events designed to create a place for Christian students to connect and grow as disciples of Jesus. This includes weekly Bible studies, one-on-one mentoring, trips and outings or fellowship, and community-oriented service projects. By getting involved in these spiritual activities, students not only learn about the life of faith, they discover and learn to use their God-given spiritual gifts. Through this aspect of the campus ministry, students who are followers of Jesus have a sense of community, a community which supports them, loves them, and encourages them. UCF also offers events designed to help welcome people into their community who are not believers, with a goal of building friendships and seeing where God might lead those relationships. These friendship and welcome events include social outings, a weekly international tea for building cross-cultural connections, and a weekly exploratory Bible study and discussion group for people who have questions about Jesus and wonder what it means to follow Him. Through this aspect of the campus ministry, some people who are spiritual seekers are now on the way to becoming disciples of Jesus. Ben and Emily spend a great deal of time in one-on-one interaction with students, listening, praying, coaching, and encouraging. They want the students to know that they have value, that they are heard, 
and that they are loved by God and God's people. We are grateful to partner with this vibrant ministry, a ministry that is providing relational and spiritual encouragement to college students as they walk through a major season of personal transition. Because of UCF, students have become followers of Jesus. And students who are followers of Jesus are being equipped to continue to live by faith in Christ. I, I, love, I love this picture of a community of faith built for disciples and for people who are not yet disciples. But a community of love where people can be encouraged and supported. And hopefully those people who are spiritually adrift will get connected to God and people who, who know Jesus can be strengthened and encouraged in the life of faith. What a wonderful thing. Here are three suggestions I have about ways that you and I can act on what we've heard today. Number one, I want to encourage you to be a consistent and faithful giver to our church. And that's because we take 13.5% of each week's offerings and we direct them to local, regional, and global outreach. This is how we generate funds that we use to invest in ministries like UCF. And we want you to be part of Great Commission Ministry with us. We want you to join with us as as we extend our ministry beyond our doors and touch lives through other people. Lives that we could never touch, but they can. We get to do that through our missions fund. So when you give, you're giving to missions, and we then invest together. That's number one. Number two, please pray for Ben, for Emily, and the volunteers that work with them. Pray for the college students who come into their orbit And pray for college students and college-age students you know. They might be in your family or in your neighborhood. You might run across them in your places of employment. Let's pray for the college-age students here in our church. And let's strive to love them through this challenging season of transition. Let's ask God to show us how, how he can work through us to help people in that season of life become disciples and to continue to live as faithful disciples. And then number three, let's let's be more intentional about how we live our lives. Let's, Let's be more attentive to the people around us and let's look for individuals who are in the midst of a life transition. And in particular, if we run across someone in transition who is not a follower of Jesus, if we find someone like that who is spiritually adrift, then let's say, God, show me how to love them. Because whatever transition they're going through, it just might open them up to the spiritual dimension of life in a new way. And it just might be that God is providentially putting me or you into their life to help plant some seeds, and perhaps even to lead them to Jesus. Give, pray, love. Let's love people who are in transition and help draw them closer to Jesus. That's our mission.